Section 73 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 73. Wesley Lee. I bunked on the front part of the cabin deck, between the two stairways, and was asleep when the explosion took place. I sprang to my feet at the noise, and in doing so struck my head against the deck above, which had been smashed down and was supported by the railing around the stairs. I then crawled to the side of the boat and looked over the deck above. Just then the flame shot up from about the center of the boat with that crackling sound you all remember so well. I looked on the river at that terrible scene, a sea of heads. Oh, what a sight it was! It is just as vivid in my mind today as it was then. The hungry fire was fast eating toward me. Then I slid down a fender to a lower deck, took off my shoes, socks, blouse, and pants, tore two narrow pine boards from the center of the stairway, walked to the side of the boat and jumped off, starting for the Tennessee shore, and was making fine headway, as I supposed. However, on turning on my side to swim and so rest myself, in a short time the water was tumbling around me, and I looked for the shore, but it seemed as though it was farther away. I could just see it in the distance. Then I looked up the river and saw an island, but I was too far below to try to stem that fearful current. About this time I saw a steamboat coming down the river toward the burning wreck, but soon after I was left in darkness. A little incident happened just then. Some person who had got beyond the island came across in front of me, and in a firm and manly voice said, "'Don't take hold of me.' I answered, "'I will not, as we have plenty of room.' I mention this, for if he is living, I would like to know who he is and where he is. He passed to the rear and was soon out of sight. After I had been in the water a long time and making poor headway, I became satisfied that the current was running to the other side of the river, but would it do to change my course? I concluded not to, for perhaps the river would soon make a turn and then the current would favor me. I was beginning to feel very cold and put forth every effort to reach the shore, keeping my boards in such a position that the current running against them would draw towards the shore. The voices of those in the river were in the rear, and I began to make a little headway, and soon the lamps in the city became visible. Then I worked all the harder, but it was necessary for I was getting colder all the time. The thought of home, however, together with the determination of a soldier to live as long as he can, bore me up. When I came in front of the wharf boat, two men came out with a lantern, and I called for help. One of them jumped in a skiff and was soon by my side, took me in, and in a short time I was by a fire in the wharf boat, where I was given some clothing. Then they asked me what the matter was, and when I informed them that the Sultana had blown up and her crew was in the water, the telegraph operator went to his instrument, and in a few minutes a steamer was moving out and picking up men. By the time I was well warmed, the steamer General Boynton came to the wharf boat 
and put off some men it had just picked up. Then the telegraph operator came to me and asked if I cared about being mentioned as the person who gave the information of the disaster, as it would do me no good, and the rivermen would get pay for it. I told him it made no difference to me, but I see by some articles in the National Tribune that the steamer General Boynton gave the news, which is not correct. Post Office Address Winston, Missouri End of Section 73